Today's episode is brought to you by the Illinois Leadership Center, because the world needs better leaders. Welcome to the Made to Lead podcast, the podcast demystifying leadership one episode at a time. I'm your host, Emily Albert-Stonning. Many TV characters on the Disney Channel or on teenage soap operas like Riverdale hold leadership positions in their schools. It's a way that TV producers and writers seem to make characters more interesting. However, though these characters hold these leadership positions, we don't necessarily see them exploring them on TV as we do in real life. For example, Betty Cooper is the Riverdale student body president. However, we don't necessarily see Betty spending a whole lot of time on her student body president leadership obligations, which makes sense. It's a TV show about crime, not about student leadership. But you have to get your student leadership filled somewhere, and that's what we here on Made to Lead are here to do. So I sat down with two real-life student leaders, Jordan and Selena, to tell us a little bit about what it's like to be a student leader here at the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. Thank you both for sitting down with me today to, t- to tell me a little bit about your experience with the Black and Latinx Leadership Summit. I can't wait to hear all about it. So to start off, would you mind telling us a little bit about yourselves and uh, how you got involved with the Leadership Summit? So yes, my name is Jordan Brown. I'm a junior at the University of Illinois, a double majoring in economics and actuarial science. And I got involved through the summit by um, just being around BNAC and being, well, being around the Bruce D. Nesbitt African-American Cultural Center and uh, really spending a lot of time on Nevada Street uh, when I came to campus my freshman year. And uh, I found myself involved in many orgs that met here and orgs such as Men of Impact, orgs such as, uh, and even like my fraternity Alpha Alpha. I just found myself here uh, surrounding the, uh, the African American Cultural Center a lot. And so I found that I really wanted to be involved in uh, what the summit pertained to. And I knew that early on. And so I got involved in my freshman year more and more, I was able to take on uh, more responsibility as I uh, found myself uh, falling in love with the goal of the summit. Hi, I guess I'm Selena Salgado Espino. I am a senior studying human development and family studies, and I'm also on a pre-med track. Um, I would say that my involvement with the Black and Latinx Summit started when it was known as the Black and Latinx Women's Summit um, mm-hmm. back in 2018, was spring of 2019, which was my first actual um, spring semester here on campus. Um, I was able to attend and just attending, I got to see a lot of wonderful faces of organizations such as like how Jordan mentioned that were kind of stationed at the cultural center, such as, well, I would say La Casa um, for me. And um, these were like student leaders that I looked up to um, that were already doing a lot of organizing work through um, kind of other organizations such as Illinois Coalition Assisting Undocumented Students Education and um, Women de Estudiantil, and many others. Um, But 
um, I think that is one of the things that drew me to that. Uh, and just being able to have conversations uh, with folks that kind of understood where I came from mm-hmm. um, and helped me feel empowered about my identity and the multiple identities that I do hold. Um, I think that they really showed me the power of them and how I can use those to um, like serve my community as well. Um, and I think that was one of the, the gateways for me to start being in this leadership position. Absolutely. I really love what you said about empowerment. Can you tell us a little bit about what the mission statement of the summit is? Yes. So, sorry, I was just trying to pull it up so I can make sure that I am giving you a little bit more of the accurate because, as I mentioned before, um, the Black Atlantic Summit actually originated from two uh, summits that worked kind of independently um, and separately, which was the Black Latinx Women's Summit and the Black Latinx uh, Men's Summit. Um, And this year, um, as both um, summits have progressed with time, um, we realized that bringing together uh, these group, these folks um, and kind of, you know, breaking down the barrier of like gender identity and moving past that and gender binaries that it would be a great way to be able to get a fuller extent of all the problems that are being faced within our communities based off of the different intersectionalities that we all hold um, by being uh, either a person of color or just uh, part of a marginalized group and whether it is on campus or as in a community Um, and I think so for this year's summit Um, We really wanted to focus on that and make sure that we're creating that space so that all folks of various identities can feel that they can come into the space and really like learn something, but also give something to the community in terms of being able to share their experiences if they feel comfortable enough to do so, um, which we hope and hope to foster through the conversations and workshops that we do have set up already for folks to be um, to like attend during our summit. Um, I definitely would say that one of the bigger things within our summit that are very important are solidarity Mm -hmm. and um, finding ways to understand the extent of what solidarity means across communities and um, how we can actively do that, but also how folks who may not feel comfortable doing that very vocally um, can also express that solidarity or activism or advocacy in different ways. Um, So definitely that is another thing that we are really focused on in terms of our mission for the Black and Latinx Summit. Um, I will pass it over to Jordan if he has anything else I would like to add. Oh, you were uh, quite holistic in it. Uh, Yeah, I just wondering what's about building across communities and really focusing on that intersectionality and co and building coalition across uh, between the two groups so that they can uh, come together because the differences between them are much fewer than the similarities and so hmm. uh, just using that as a basis for generating better understanding for one another uh, is something that the summit does very powerfully 
Absolutely. I love the way that it sounds like the summer has created this environment for empowerment and connection. Can you tell me a little, obviously you both hold leadership positions um, in the creation of this this fantastic event. Can you tell me a little bit about what it's been like for you or what, what your role has been in putting this summit together? Yeah, I can go first. So, um, coming from being the co-chair or main organizer of the Black and Latinx Men Summit the year prior, uh, this year I've been a chair that's uh, adds a lot of perspective for um, like the transition to the combined summit, and additionally. I've been, I've overseen the marketing of the summit. Hello, yeah, I, um, like Jordan, I've also been able to be a co-chair in the past. And this year, one of my main focuses as part of the planning committee was to kind of hold the chair position alongside um, Jada Gibson, who's also, um, who's a, a freshman and is learning a little bit more about the ropes of how the summit is put together and such. Um, Also learning about the history. So I think like Jordan, we're both kind of have kind of provided a little bit back of that background and history on what we have seen previously, um, but also what it could be, right? Um, Bringing in these news perspectives. And it it really is about um, making sure that the generations before us who are incoming freshmen, sophomores, juniors even who never got to see this event in person um, are able to really know what this is about and why it's very important um, Mm. to our campus. (laughs) Um, So I would say that definitely one of my roles has been to um, just kind of oversee all of the different committee chairs and making sure that they're all, they all have the resources and the things that they need for the summit to be as successful as it will be but also kind of provide that guidance um, for future um, future shareholders of the summit. It sounds like both of you have not only been instrumental in the organization of the summit, but that you've also really been, you know, handing it off to, to this next younger group of people. Um, So I guess not only do I see you guys as leaders, but also as mentors. Would you mind sharing with us a little bit about your mentorship philosophy or advice you have for students that are looking to mentor other students on campus? Yeah, I I guess I can start off with this one. Um, Definitely, I would say that my in terms of my mentoring philosophy or how I would think of that, I kind of think of it in sense of like, um, I I remember being in those shoes before, so I kind of always put myself in a perspective of like, how was it that I, how did I feel when I was a freshman? Um, what were the emotions or thoughts or like the fears that I had about myself? Because usually those are often similar or very similar to the ones that others have. Um, and I guess, I think for me, what I've realized is that confidence and like knowing who you are and the abilities that you have that once you know who that is, that like nothing or anything can move you. So I think that I definitely go into an approach of making folks feel like, look at your strengths, know who you are as a leader because you are a leader and that will help guide you 
even when you are struggling and understanding that you always have somebody that you can go ask a question to like you have those resources for you and you're never alone just because you're a leader does not mean that you know you know everything in the room if I guess I see it as like if you are the smartest person in that room like that you're in the wrong room kind of thing but there's always room for learning improvement and growth so I think that that's kind of like the philosophy that I I go off of Absolutely. I love what you said about a big part of leadership is admitting what you don't know and asking for help. I think that's absolutely beautiful because I think so often when society thinks of leaders, we think of somebody that holds this position of power and kind of dictates everything that happens in a certain circumstance. But I I love the way that you talk about leadership within your organization being so collaborative and so empathetic, because that really aligns so much with, I think, what the Illinois Leadership Center, um, preaches and and helps us to learn how to do every day. So, wow, could not have asked for for two better examples to be on this podcast and and share how you as students are actively um, practicing that empathetic and connected type of leadership. Uh, Jordan, did you have any thoughts on on that last question? Uh, Yes. Yeah, just uh, speaking on mentorship, I think something that really was impressed upon me when I was a freshman at my first Black and Latinx Men's Summit, actually. Um, the keynote speaker, Dr. Perry Benson, he, he says something really profound, um, saying that you should always, at any given time, you should be mentoring somebody and you should be a mentor, or you should be mentored by somebody. Um, and so that's something that, yeah, I it, it really moved me and I've been, uh, acting off that ever since I've uh, actively gone out and seek mentors. I I think that you can't have too many mentors. Uh, it can get a little, uh, the Rolodex can get a little uh, big, expansive, but um, yeah, definitely when it comes to having uh, mentors, I think of it like my network and uh, I'm able to learn from these people and in turn, I can turn around and teach somebody and give somebody else uh, those skills that were given to me that and really pass it down because that's uh, something that I know personally I'm very thankful for. Like, I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for others. And so I want to, in turn, be able to uh, have that effect, same effect on other people and be that person that somebody else thinks fondly of. It really reminds me of the quote, which I'm going to paraphrase because I don't remember the exact language. Um, I, I think it's a it's a it's a Newton quote. If I if I see beyond the horizon of my predecessors, it's because I've stood on the sh- shoulders of giants. Something like that. What what you both are saying really really reminds me of that quote, and I think you know, in, in my own life, I've had some wonderful people give me, give me their mentorship and give me their kindness. And I, I think it's beautiful to have the opportunity to pass it forward to someone else, because then, you know, we, we all become the common thread throughout life. And, and I love that that's something that this leadership summit is representing. Is there anything that 
uh, you wish people knew about the Leadership Summit that you feel they don't know right now? Uh, yes, I think the main thing is you don't have to, there's no background experience required. There's no uh, prerequisite. Like This is uh, an opportunity for everybody, not just Black and Latinx people, but their allies as well to come and uh, learn, to come and uh, understand, to come and um, be put in conversations that we don't have that are uncomfortable in spaces that aren't organized like the summit because the summit's supposed to be a safe space where you can share and you can uh, really go beyond that level of uh, that level of understanding that even the classroom provides because even in the classroom you can't learn certain things you can't share certain perspectives and so this is meant to take it one step further and allow people to open up I would totally definitely say that I agree with everything that Jordan just said. Um, I think he said it perfectly. Um, I think that another element to that would be making sure that we let everybody know that it like that when you are walking into this space, you are having an open heart and open like mind to what is um, like coming towards you. Like how Jordan said, like when it is, considered a safe space um, and folks are sharing, um, you know, stories about them because that is one of the best ways that we learn um, is that they're making sure that they're practicing, like, um, you know, moving past understanding of like having competence of like what other cultures and other identities go through, but also like having like humility, which is like constantly practicing um, what, uh, what that, looks like and having like solidarity or um any like any form of like connections to those other um groups of folks even if you are not impacted yourself um but yeah definitely i agree with what jordan said (laughs) it has been such a treat for me to talk to both of you it honestly you know, I, I feel like in the pandemic, I, I never really get to talk to other students. And it really, it warms my heart to know that there are people out there with such empathy and work ethic. That's like really, really cool. So thank you for the work that you're doing for this university and for its students. Um, I see you both as leaders and thanks for joining us on Made to Leave. I had a fantastic time talking to Jordan and Selena about their experience with the Black and Latinx Leadership Summit. If you want to learn more about the Black and Latinx Leadership Summit, check out the episode description of this Made to Lead episode for more information. What I most enjoyed about our conversation today is that Jordan and Selena affirmed the idea that leadership isn't just about being the face or the name of an organization, but rather leadership is also about empowering the rest of the group and creating opportunities for every single group member to be a leader. So maybe being a student leader here at the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign doesn't quite involve as much crime or magic as schools do on TV. However, I think being a student leader here at University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign sounds a lot more rewarding. Thanks for watching the Made to Lead podcast, the podcast mystifying leadership one episode at a time. I've been your host, Emily Albert-Stonning.